Hi everybody, this is Michael Hildebrand and I'm your host on the Sleep Trust Podcast, where I'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again. In this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast, I am going to share the seven best natural sleep aids ever with you. And this is not only some kind of a marketing phrase, but a ton of value and I can nearly promise you that you will pull, even if you did a fair amount of research before, that you will pull at least one or two points out of this podcast episode that will really help you to improve your sleep quality. So after you listen to this podcast, you will have things that you can bring to action right away to improve your sleep, your sleep quality, and you will have an understanding how powerful this is And as it's all natural, there will be no side effects included. So it doesn't matter if you are not really sure how powerful natural sleep aids are, or if you're a little bit confused just how to get started, we're gonna walk through all of this. And at the end of this podcast, you're gonna have, as said, a clear action plan and a good understanding what this can do and how powerful natural sleep aids are in regards to your sleep. Before I'm going to walk you through the seven tips, I want to put out one thing. You can and it might be appropriate to start off using supplements. I'm a big friend in changing your diet slightly that you will not need to use these supplements over long haul because there's nothing more powerful than getting the right ingredients, the right supplements through your diet. So please keep that in mind. But that said, It uh, can be appropriate and often is appropriate to start off using supplements to just kickstart the process. So let's start off with tip number one, which is to take care that we have enough magnesium in our bodies. Many of us know that magnesium has an essential role when it comes to being able to perform good in sports, avoiding cramps and everything around that. But magnesium is also a thing that is absolutely essential when it comes to our sleep. It's known as the salt of inner calmness, bringing with it the ability to calm down our nerve cells. And it's also absolutely essential to create a thing called GABA, which is important for so many of our brain functions. So that alone would be a kind of reason enough to take care about our magnesium levels, a thing that is not that commonly known is that magnesium can also help you to reduce or even get rid of a thing called the restless leg syndrome that keeps many people from falling asleep too. So if this is you, definitely check out magnesium. So the best way to get the 300 to 500 milligrams of magnesium that we are supposed to get every single day is of course to align our diets into that direction And you can do so by just Googling um, nutrition, magnesium, and you'll find stuff that you will like. Uh, Something like almonds and other nuts are good suppliers of magnesium. And another important thing to know is that, and this is particular if you're taking supplements or think of taking supplements, you should also take care that you get enough calcium because calcium and magnesium go together. And I'm saying this because 10 years ago, people said exactly the opposite. You shouldn't take them together. Otherwise, they would neutralize each other or whatsoever. But, you know, and nowadays they're a little bit smarter. So take them together, especially if you take supplements. 
So let's move on to sleep tip number two, which is to get enough melatonin in our bodies, at least at night. So melatonin is also known as the sleep hormone, which might give you a good guess of why we want to have that in our bodies at night. There are two ways that I know that you can take care of getting melatonin into your bodies. Um, the first way is to simply buy a supplement. You get them over the counter in the US and uh, take them at nighttime, an hour before you go to sleep. Um, I will admit that I do not recommend doing so because melatonin is a hormone and I think it is m uh, best to let your bodies produce that hormone. That way you are not only um, more like to get the hormone in the quality that you need to fall asleep better, but melatonin also has side effects like it will bring you into, uh, uh, will simply lower your moods. That's why we, if we get up or wake up at 3 a.m. in the morning, are not in the best mood, at least mostly, and most of us. Uh, and taking tablets that lower our moods is not a good idea either. But luckily there is a thing that you can do or one or two or three things that you can do that will promote your melatonin production uh, on a natural basis. So I'm just going to stick with the light thing here because we've got another sleep tip um, coming that will align with this one. A light is kind of the factor or the absence of light that tells our bodies to start the melatonin production. So if we naturally want to get our melatonin production ramped up, then we want to take care that we reduce our lights in the evening at least an hour before we go to sleep, uh, better too. Um, and you can do so by simply exchanging your bulbs in the living room through a blue light reduced ones or just lower down the light. I like to have a candle or two on the table at nighttime. I've only got a little kind of lamp uh, on. And um, I would also recommend that you don't watch TV the last hour before you go to bed because, and the same is true for using your smartphones. TVs, smartphones, uh, computer screens, they all emit blue light and blue light is kind of the trigger for our bodies to um, kind of prevent us from producing melatonin because we don't want to get tired at daytime. So that makes perfect sense, right? So the absence of blue light kind of lets our body know that it is nighttime and that it now can now produce melatonin. And tip number three is valerian root. Valerian root is a natural supplement that you can buy as tablet on Amazon or elsewhere and you also get it in form of a tea. And this is something I tested on my own on my prime time drink um, experiment and I found that valerian tea was the absolute winner for me when it comes to a prime time drink. So consider having a valerian tea before you go to bed, it definitely had a calming effect on me. So let's move on to tip number four, which is more on the aroma side of sleep tips. And this is lavender. Lavender is known and proven to relax only through its smell. And um, I've tested this too. I love the smell. Uh, this is, you know, it doesn't have to be particularly true for everybody, but I love the smell of lavender. And I've got a little diffuser where I can put in a couple of drops of oil 
and that way I can have lavender, uh, lavender smell uh, when I want and need it. And um, other than helping you to sleep, it just smells good. So uh, it's definitely a thing that you might want to try too. Tip number five is to get enough tryptophan. And this is something that you really want to take care of because tryptophan is not only good for sleep, but it also is important to create the hormone serotonin, which is also known as one of the happiness hormones. So we need it to feel good. And it is the foundation to create melatonin, which is the sleep hormone. So you definitely want to take care that you get enough tryptophan. And you can uh, also, you know, and always should Google about natural ingredients, tryptophan, and see what you can put into your diet to get this on a natural basis. Um, just throwing out a couple of things that I know that tryptophan is in. You will find it in uh, things like nuts, fish, or also bananas. So consider getting that into your diet. And this is a really important one. The sixth tip is absolutely powerful for you if you are having a hard time to fall asleep because of anxiety or your stress levels. And this is St. John's wort. And St. John's wort is more uh, natural medicine, actually. It is has and is being clinically proven to lower anxiety and stress levels and it will also help you to lift your mood all things that we really want to have when it comes not only to our overall life, but of course to our sleep. The last tip that you're going to get from me here today will be surprising to most of you, and this is to have a cold shower. Yeah, you heard right, to have a cold shower. So what you want to do best in the morning is when you have your usual shower ritual, after your hot shower, you're going to turn the tap to get the coldest water that you can possibly get out of your tap. And you're gonna stay under that cold water for two to three minutes. This basically or essentially triggers a process in our body called hormesis, which is basically us pushing our bodies against a little bit of resistance and our bodies will learn and grow out of this experience. Uh, it is also gonna release adrenaline and make you really wake in the morning. So I don't uh, uh, recommend doing this before you go to bed. Do this in the morning. You're gonna be wide awake and all the processes around that you're gonna trigger will also improve your sleep. There's also a, a, a whole therapy around cold therapy. It's called the cryotherapy. And it's um, not only proven to let you sleep better, but will also be good against anxiety uh, and improve your overall health. So definitely worth doing. As I assume that you are kind of similar to me when it comes to getting tips like this, I want to give you a little bit of additional information because quite frequently I run out of sessions or read tips and don't really know how to get started with them. So three things for you that will hopefully help you to get started here. Tip number one is to be patient. You have to give it time. Bad sleep quality usually does not come overnight. It is a process. And as we are working with natural ingredients, it's just going to take a couple of time, a, a couple of days or weeks to unfold fully. This is uh, not to say that it's not as powerful as the par pharmacy. Uh, it is quite frequently or often even more powerful, 
but nature just takes time. If you think about it from the other perspective, it makes absolute sense. Now, let's say you're uh, healthy and you uh, have two, three, four days where you're not going to be able to nourish your body in the way that it would be perfect. You do not want to feel bad and you don't feel bad right away, right? You can get a little bit less to eat. You might feel a little bit hungry. Uh, you can eat crap for a couple of days. Uh, people are, are eating junk food over years and are not dying. So you don't want your body to kill you right away just because you don't get the right ingredients. Our bodies kind of um, um, balance a lot of this stuff away. And this is just um, the same that is true for if we want to improve stuff. It just takes a little bit of time for our bodies to pick up and to uh, balance out things that we might have been um, doing wrong in the past. So that's number one. Number two is to write down where you are right now. So you have to position yourself. We all think that we know what's going on and we start to implement change and we think we know what's going on. But the reality and truth, and I can assure you this through not only my own experience, but through my coaching experience. And if you ask any other professional, he or she will uh, acknowledge that this is the case. Uh, look at athletes, look at anybody in any, any field who wants to improve. You have to know where you're standing right now. So start writing down where you are in your gut, so you're asleep. Uh, how much sleep are you getting? How are you feeling? Write down stuff that is important for you to measure. And also start to write down what you're testing and uh, see that you're doing it on a consistent basis. So doing that will really set you up for change. You know where you're going. And um, every time that we want to go somewhere else, it's super important not only to know where we want to go, but where we're standing right now. So that was uh, tip number two. And tip number three is to create good habits around what you heard here today. So best do so by grabbing a pen and a piece of paper and writing down stuff that first off related to you. So not all of these tips might relate to you, but the ones that related to you most, just take a piece of paper and write them down and then think about how you can implement stuff into your daily life, your daily routine. Um, I'll give you a couple of examples that are really easy uh, going. I start off with the cold shower because I know that hardly uh, any one of you will do that. Just get into the habit of taking a cold shower every single morning. Okay, now let's skip to things that are really achievable or very easy achievable in regards to the cold shower because that uh, kind of takes a little bit of willpower. Um, you can just get rid of sweets and lemonade out of your house and replace them on your table maybe through almonds. That way, if you want to have a snack at nighttime, you're just going to wrap into that little... Um, little bowl of almonds and eat something that has magnesium and uh, tryptophan in there that will uh, improve your sleep quality. You can uh, kind of get into the habit of not watching TV the hour before you go to bed and not watching uh, kind of your uh, smartphones glow in front of you and instead listen to music. So there are a lot of things that you could do. You have to pick stuff that really relates to you and that will make it super easy to change the habit because there's one key thing if you want to change a bad habit into a good. You can't just let go of the old habit. 
you have to replace it through something new that is enjoyable for you and that will make it so much easier and it will just double, triple, quadruple your success rate. So with that, let's wrap up this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. If you have a poor sleep quality at the moment, natural sleep aids should be the number one thing to try before you move on. The seven most powerful natural sleep aids that I ran you through today were to check your magnesium levels, to avoid things that reduce your melatonin production, to take valerian root to calm you down in the evening. The same is true for lavender uh, oil that can help you to calm down, to check your or increase your tryptophan levels, to increase your happiness levels and your melatonin production, and to use St. John's Wort if you want to lower your anxiety and increase your mood. The last tip I had for you was to have a cold shower, getting that cryotherapy into your personal life. Don't forget to measure what you're doing right now and to do stuff that relate to you most to get started quickly. Also, give it a couple of weeks to fully unfold because it's nature and nature takes time. If you are not a subscriber of the Sleep Trust podcast yet, check it out at Apple Podcasts or Spotify or the other big podcast hosters and subscribe. That way you'll automatically get notified when I publish the newest episodes. And when you do so, you might also want to check out the past podcast episodes to find topics that relate to your personal situation. And that's it for this week's episode of the Sleep Trust podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself and that you tune in next week when we are going to have a look at the effect that alcohol has on our sleep. Until then, have a superb sleep. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to get further information on this podcast or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu that's sleeptrust.eu, where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice, as I am not a doctor, nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcast at sleeptrust.eu. I hope you tune in again next week and until then, have a good sleep.